Welcome back to Bible Answers with Philippians 1-9 Ministries. You're listening to Patrick O'Brien. Today we want to talk a little bit about finding rest in Jesus. And we're going to primarily be looking at Paul's epistle to the Philippians in chapter 4. This is one of Paul's more intimate letters that he happens to write. In chapter 4, he's going to give us a few things to think about. If you go to verse 8 of chapter 4 in Philippians, he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, when it comes to finding rest in Jesus, he gives us some instruction elsewhere, and we'll get to that here in a moment. But I want to give us something to think about, quite literally. Paul is instructing us to think on certain things. You know, thinking is that strenuous mental effort that's placed on any event or circumstances. It's how you set your mind that's going to determine how you behave. He talks a little bit about this in his epistle to the Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, where he says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Quite literally, this is a a teaching against false doctrine, false beliefs, and wrong thoughts. These imaginations that are casted down are reasonings or thoughts. What he's saying here is, Before you allow these other things to enter into your mind, take them captive and bring them to the obedience of Christ. And to do that, we bring them to his word from like Hebrews 4 verse 12. And we compare what we're hearing, what we're learning, what we're understanding to God's word to see if it's true. Because here in Philippians chapter 4, we see in verse 8, the first thing that Paul instructs us to think on is whatever is true. Notice that the truth comes first. Whatever is true is the first thing that he mentions. This is similar to what we see in Ephesians chapter 6 with the belt of truth for the armor of God. The first thing we're instructed to put on before righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, is the truth, the belt of truth. Because without truth, you can't have biblical righteousness. Where doctrine is wrong, nothing else is going to matter. Everything else is just going to fall off. The belt is the first thing that has to be put on. And then, of course, he gives some other things for us to think upon. Whatever is pure, meaning in the scripture, if it's pure, it doesn't have any mixture. There's, It's not mixed with a little leaven or a little false doctrine. We don't chew the meat and spit out the bones. Because what about those who are infants in Christ? What about those who are young believers and who don't know how to navigate through teachings yet and compare them to the full word of God. So we have to stick to that which is pure, that has no mixture. Mixture. Remember, Jesus and Paul tell us a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Leaven is that false doctrine. Now, he goes on and he says to think on those things that are honest, that are just or righteous, and to continue to think on these things. And so during this time of of great turmoil and chaos, and it seems like everywhere we look, the world is falling apart. We're instructed in God's word to think on the things that are true, God's word. 
Now, I want to point you to another place. Or I want to take you to another scripture to look at this a little bit more closely. Paul is also going to write to Timothy, who he calls his son in the faith, who he brought to faith in 1 Timothy chapter 4. And let's start with verse 13. He says, Till I come, give attendance to the reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Now, it's important here that what he's talking about, this literally to give attendance to, meaning to be absorbed in, and not only the reading of Scripture, but to the exhortation, to the encouragement. Remember, we're called to encourage our brothers and sisters. We see that in Hebrews chapter 3. We're called to encourage one another. But he also says to the doctrine, the doctrine, the doctrine of Christ, the truth of God's word, the doctrine. So he's telling him to give attendance to that, be absorbed in that truth. And then as we go on further down, he says, verse 15 of 1 Timothy chapter 4, meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. To grow spiritually, we have to grow in a knowledge of God and his word. We're to meditate on those things. Remember, we just said in Philippians 4, the first thing we're to think on is truth, whatever is true, God's word. And then, now here he says to meditate on these things from the doctrine of chapter 13. But he also says something very important in verse 16. Take heed unto thyself and unto thy doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing so, this shall both save thyself and them that hear thee. Now, here he's telling Paul, or Paul's telling Timothy, he says to watch what you do and what you teach, what you say, your doctrine, to do both. As James talks about as well, being doers of the word, literally putting your life where your mouth is. Now, when it comes to finding rest in Jesus. It's clear that the New Testament teaches us that we need to watch our doctrine. We need to be absorbed in the truth. We need to be growing in a knowledge of who God is. Jesus even tells us in his high priestly prayer in John chapter 17, verse 3, he says, and this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Now, life eternal here, and meaning eternal, meaning it's the thing that lasts. Eternal life is not simply time, but it's that relationship with Jesus. It's that living in the presence of God with a knowledge of Christ and the Father and growing in that knowledge, ever growing in that knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, to kind of bring all this to to a conclusion here. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. He says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. Now here we see the word consider. To consider Jesus, the Greek word is katnoeo, means to make a careful study of or investigation of. And it's an imperative in the Greek, meaning it's a command for believers. This is one of those commands in the New Testament for us. And the author of 
to the book of Hebrews is telling us that we need to make careful investigation of and study, look into Jesus. But then Jesus tells us to learn from him also. This is another command. It's an imperative in the Greek. It literally, it is by learning from Jesus, his word, that we find rest. So we see this in in Jesus' words from Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, where he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, to find rest for our souls, Jesus is giving us the instruction to learn from him. The author of Hebrews is telling us that we need to be studying and investigating Jesus, searching the scriptures for Jesus. Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 2.15 to be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. Or the King James Version even tells us, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So here we see a diligence that needs to be applied when we are coming to the word of God and studying the word of God. This isn't to be approved by men or be approved by anyone else but God himself because God has called us to study his word to diligently seek him we see that in hebrews 11 chapter 11 verse 6 he says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to god must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him so brothers and sisters if you want to find rest. We need to dwell upon the truth of God's word. We need to grow in a knowledge of Jesus Christ by his word. We need to search the scriptures from the very beginning in Genesis all the way through to the end in Revelation and search the scriptures for Jesus because they testify to Jesus. They all point to Jesus in some way, somehow. The entirety of our scripture is the word of God. Jesus is the word. So if we want to have rest, we need to grow in that knowledge of scripture because it's going to give us a comfort because we will have understanding of who God is. We will know who Jesus is through the scriptures. That's how we grow in rest and in peace and comfort. We see the similar thing mentioned by Paul in chapter 15 of Romans. Where he says in verse 4, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. And we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. The comfort of the scriptures. The scriptures, all the scriptures, Old Testament and New, is to give us comfort, to give us encouragement, so that we can have hope. This is a hope because we know God. Notice that they were written for our learning. If you get anything out of this today, I want that to be the importance of learning about Jesus. Learning his word in context. Learning how to compare scripture with scripture. Learning how to interpret the Old Testament through the lens of the New Testament and see how the writers of the New Testament interpreted the Old Testament and learn by that and how they did that. And seek the scriptures to find Jesus and see Jesus all throughout. 
But the scriptures give us comfort because the scriptures are how we learn of Jesus Christ. We cannot trust anybody else to learn about God. We can't trust a man. We can't trust a history book. We can't trust anything at all. No angels appearing to us, no dreams, no prophecies given in a church, nothing. The only thing that we can trust to bring us comfort in learning about Jesus Christ, our God, is the scriptures. The scriptures from Genesis through Revelation, those 66 books are how we grow in a knowledge of Jesus Christ and of God. So that's what we need to be doing, is learning. Jesus said in Matthew 11 that we are called to learn from him. Here Paul writes in Romans 15 verse 4, that they were written for our learning so that we would know Jesus Christ, so we would know who he is, because the word of God is the truth, and the word of God is that which we need to be thinking upon from Philippians 4 the most. Dwell upon his word, meditate on his word, study God's word. But don't do it alone. You have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside you, and you can pray to God and ask him to help you understand the scriptures. And I encourage you, if you're in an area or in a chapter or a book or a place where you're just confused on something, you don't quite understand it, you can't grasp it yet, to write that down. Write it down in a notebook, in a journal. Document that for yourself. And then pray to God to help you understand it. And he will bring to your understanding other verses. He will bring other men of God who are faithful teachers of the full counsel of God. And he'll bring some of their teachings in your life. And you'll hear certain things from them. And then another person. And then another person. And you'll begin to slowly start to connect the dots. And all of a sudden, like a light bulb, God will turn on the light to your understanding of that. And you'll be able to understand that scripture. But it's important to write those things down because we often forget. And then that way you can go back and say, wow, I did have confusion, but now I'm so confident in that. I know exactly what God is saying there. And I understand that. And that'll testify to you how the Holy Spirit teaches you when you come to understanding the scripture. All right, brothers and sisters, I hope that that was an encouragement to you. I hope that you will find your rest in Jesus by learning about Jesus and studying his word in context. Until next time, press on in Jesus.